Okay, I'm counting down. <clears throat> Driver, start your engines. Three, two, one, go. I just don't understand why I have to be Ford. Oh, dang. They're going to win. Oh! Ooh, just like the movie. Ford Tough. There are movies that you can see, and then there are movies that you gotta see. Pop up popcorn and grab your favorite snack, and join Jim, a former Hollywood visual effects artist, and Michael, just a dude who likes movies, as they sit back and talk about a movie that you gotta see, as well as look at the deeper themes that make these stories more than just a movie. Welcome to You Gotta See This Movie. All right, welcome to You Gotta See This Movie. This is a podcast with two guys who love to talk about movies as well as talk about the deeper themes that make these stories more than just a movie. My name is Michael, and across from me in the losing section is Jim. That's me. Jim, how you doing? I'm a loser. Well, you are today. Today, that's right. Yeah, but that's okay. Well, I just want our audience to know that this is the wrong Ferrari. Okay. So if anybody wants to put in the comments that that's the wrong Ferrari... Yeah. I don't have a 330. I just had the 512. That's all I had. You know, I'm actually glad you brought that up because I was nervous about that, that all our, you know, thousands of viewers were going to say, hey. Nice setup. Nice setup. That's not the right car. You guys don't know what you're doing. Because people know cars. And, uh, but I'm glad you cleared the air. So there you go, people. Okay, Jim. So I got a question for you. See if you know this. Because you're more of a car guy than I am. I think there are cool cars, right. but like you know cars. Right. Like you, yeah, you know cars. I like cars. cars. Yeah. Well, that, yeah, and that's one of the things that, that attracted me to this movie is, is I'm a huge fan of cars of the oh. 50s and 60s. Mid 50s, early 60s, man. Yeah. The automotive styling in, in, that, in that era just, man, they just nailed it. That's yeah. cool. I mean, so many of my favorites are just, you know. So I have a question for you. So yeah. Popular Mechanics put out a, a little thing talking about the most iconic movie cars in movie history. Okay. And they came up with 40, but I'm curious to see how many you could guess in the top five. Okay. so this And, is, I'll, and I'll kind of help you out a little bit. This is iconic movie. Yeah. Okay. So I'll tell you, I'll tell you 10 from six. They'll kind of eliminate some for you. So at number 10, again, this is according to Popular Mechanics. All right. Number 10 is a 1970 Dodge Charger that is used in Fast and the Furious. Uh, the number nine is the Batmobile from Batman Begins. Okay. Okay. Which is a tumbler, that tank looking one. Uh, the number eight is the 1973 GT Ford Falcon, which is, you know, movie that's from? It's actually one of my favorites. Mad Max. Really? Mad yeah. Max? Yeah. That's number nine. Or yeah, number but eight. was was that car like all like Mad Maxified with spikes yeah. sticking out well, and stuff and kind like of. But three motors and, <laughs> and yeah. Uh the nine, number seven is the nineteen seventy Dodge Challenger from the Vanishing Point. Okay. It's a classic, that white charger. And I've then number seen, six. I've never seen the Vanishing Point. What's that one about? Um I think I know, I know the title. I always I, maybe that one has Sylvester Stallone in it. It might, one of them, one of those old, I don't know if that's, if it's Vanishing Point or Death, Death Race. Death Death Race 
race 2000. Yeah. Has one of them has Sylvester Stallone in it. Uh, 19. Yeah. So number six is the 1968 Mustang GT 39, which is bullet's Bull, car. Bullet. Yeah. Okay. That's That's, I actually thought that was gonna be in the top five, but as we will learn, a Mustang is a secretary's car. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So now we're in the top five. What would you guess? Top, top five, five most iconic movie cars. Okay. Well, I'm going to go with, uh, Herbie the Love Bug has to be on there, right? It is not. Oh, it's not. I mean, maybe it's later on, but it's not top Okay, five. the DeLorean Back to the Future? Of course, that is actually number five. Okay. Did they do Chitty Chitty Bang Bang? No, it, not no? in there. That's just too antique -y. Okay, iconic movie cars. Uh, Eleanor, Gone in 60 Seconds? No. No? Uh, the, some of these, uh, there's one that... I, I would never have thought, and it's actually number two on popular mechanics list. And I'll just tell you, it was a 1976 Lotus E Spirit from the Spy Who Loved Me, it's a James Bond movie. Oh, that's the submarine one. The submarine yeah. one, yeah. I would never have thought that no. would be on the list, but uh, well, and then probably the Aston Martin then James Bond. So that Aston is Martin. number one, that's the 1964 one. Okay. Aston Martin. That's okay. the number one car. So I'll tell you that number three and number four. Those two cars, the movies were made in the 70s, but not necessarily the 1970s cars. And one, you could probably guess. That's one of your move, favorite movies that you talk about quite a bit. I'm going to kick myself when I don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. All right. Yeah. Number four, yeah. the 1932 Ford Coupe from American Graffiti. Oh. Yeah, that's the one I thought you'd get. And then number three. Not, not Tucker. not the Ford No, Harrison Tucker. Ford's car. Oh really? His, yeah. The, the, his. Uh, oh wait, no, the yellow one. I'm sorry. Yeah, the, the, the 30, yellow oh, one. Oh yeah. The 34, the 30. It's the one he bases Harrison for. Right. And then, um, the number number three is the 1977 Pontiac Trans Am from Smoking the Bandit. Smoking the Bandit. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I actually thought uh, the Tim Burton's Batmobile. This this thing would have been top five right here. So where was the DeLorean on that list? That's number was... five. Yeah. Oh, it is number five. Number five. Okay. And Herbie's not on there, huh? Herbie is... I mean, come on. Oh, Christine is number 15. Okay. Ghostbuster Mobile is number 18. <laughs> Vacation, which we just talked about, was number 22. Um, Yeah, I don't see no Herbie, man. Man. I mean, that one's been made over. Duke's like a hazard. Oh, there's Herbie, number 35. The 1963 Volkswagen Beetle. So the Dukes of Hazzard, the General Lee, where does that one? That make? was right in front of Herbie. Dang. Oh, Chi Chi Bang Bang is number 40. Okay, it has to be on yeah, the list. Yeah, it's number 40. That's wow. the last one. Wow. All right. Well, what is the movie that we got to see? The movie we got to see is Ford versus Ferrari. Yeah. All right. 2019. American car designer Carol Shelby and driver Ken Miles battle corporate interference and the laws of physics. To build a revolutionary race car for Ford in order to, to yeah, can I start over again. Yeah. Ford versus Ferrari, twenty nineteen. American car designer Carol Shelby and driver Ken Miles battle corporate interference and the laws of physics to build a revolutionary race car for Ford in order to defeat Ferrari at the twenty four hours of Le Mans. Mm, Le Mans. Le Mans? <laughs> Le Mans. Le Mans. In 1966. 1966. All right. So basically this movie in a nutshell is, it's a true story. Uh, this driver and this car designer, 
create that car. They go and they have all these troubles along the way. And eventually they go to, to race. <laughs> that's pretty good. I don't know. That's you a, pretty that, much that, said that's, it that's in a nutshell. nutshell. That's yeah. a nutshell, yeah. 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 All right. So I'm excited about this one, this show, because like we've done other movies like, you know, Indiana Jones, we've done Star Wars. These are all movies that people have seen and have loved and love to talk about it. But this, this is a movie where a lot of people may not have seen. And I know it wasn't on my list to see. Why wasn't it on your list? I don't know. It just really wasn't. Well, but, you know what? A lot of people think it's a, it's a car movie. Oh, it's a racing movie. Yeah. yeah. I'm not really into yeah. cars. I don't want to see it. And it wasn't until it came out, you know, after its theater run that I, I watched it and I loved this movie. I was, I was blown away by it. I don't remember if I went to the theater to see it or not. I think yeah. I did. I didn't. Yeah. So it, it definitely was off my radar. And I think this is off a lot of people's radar. So I'm excited. So if anything, if we got listeners that have not seen this movie, I mean, it is a true story, so it's not like we're going to be giving away any spoilers because it happened. But if you don't want to be spoiled and you just want to go based on our recommendation, stop the podcast, go watch the movie, then come back. But if not, I hope that we do a good job trying to sell this movie because I do believe that this truly is a movie that everyone needs to see. They absolutely have to see they it. They absolutely need to see it. So yeah. Now, I knew about this because I mean, I'm not really a racing, car racing, you know, expert or anything, but I do know that the 1966 Le Mans, uh, Ford versus Ferrari, probably the greatest battle in motorsport history. I mean, it really is. I mean, it's like, yeah. it, it's a big deal. And, uh, so I kind of knew the story behind it. Uh, there's a documentary called the 24 hour war, which is amazing. I don't know. Did you see that? I think it was on Netflix. Uh, yes, I, I did see that. Yeah. yeah. Really, really good. Yeah. Um, I mean, you can you know watch the movie and that at the same time mm-hmm. and, uh, you can get more of the story. Uh, but uh, Carol Shelby, played by Matt Damon. Matt Damon. Yeah. 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 I mean, that guy was just, it's just incredible. Yeah. Yeah. He, uh, and just kind of going to the acting, that's one thing I love about the movie is they, these parts, and I don't really, I mean, I knew, I, the only person I knew in this movie was, I mean, the Ford guy, Henry Ford, but also I knew Carol Shelby. I didn't know too much about him, but I just knew he was a real person. But I didn't know Ken Miles, and I didn't know any of that stuff. But you, you know, acting us or you know the real people aside, the acting of this movie I thought was phenomenal. Like they just played these parts really well. You know, it's funny you watch the movie and then you know Ken Miles' character cre- played by Christian Bale, mm-hmm. and it's like, man, he nailed that role. Okay, so you would say he did, but I see, mean, I did, but then no, I say that, but then I think. Did I know anything about Ken Miles? No. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm guessing he did, right? He played the yeah. part so well that you kind of believe that that's exactly who, right. who Ken was. Right, yeah. 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 yeah, I loved, I loved, I mean, the acting in this was just top notch. And, you know, even going back to, yeah, Matt Damon, Christian Bale, who I really, I mean, they were, it's hard to think about like, okay, who is this movie about? Like, if you were to pick one of them, and I don't know if you can, like, it really, really is a movie about both of them. Yeah. You know, because they both kind of have their own, things but uh some other actors in that movie that i really liked was uh there was that uh john josh berthal which he played lee iacocca which oh, right. I, I always like that guy that guy's in yeah. a lot of things that i've seen he's he's not he hasn't had like big big movie moment or big movie movie yeah movie yeah, that he, he's in yet yeah he's one of those guys that 
Like I know I've seen him in a bunch mm-hmm. of stuff, but I can't name anything. Yeah. Can you name anything? That uh, I know he's he was in uh, the Fury, which was like a war movie. He's part of a ensemble cast. He was in The Walking Dead. He did. He's in in the Marvel movies. He's the Punisher, which I think he's an excellent Punisher. He's, you know, um, I just I just yeah. Whenever he's on in a movie, he's one of those guys like, oh cool, he's in this movie. Yeah, I'm gonna watch it because nope. I just I just like him. And what about Leo Beebe? Oh, Josh Lucas. Oh man, that guy. Just yeah, that guy it's movie, his right? voice, right? Like, like I don't mean to get down on Josh Lucas, but but there's something like like really sleazy about his voice. Like, hey. well, yeah, it's his voice with the smile, the smile. Yeah. yeah. Um, but but Josh Lucas, he he did a great job just being that antagonist for the movie. Henry Ford. Henry Ford. I don't know who played Henry Ford, but. Yeah. I saw him recently in something, and I'm like, hey, it's Henry yeah. Ford, that guy. Yeah. yeah. And his son was great, Peter. was great. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the boy. Yeah, and his, yeah, he did really good. And his wife, I can't think of Molly. What was her, what's um, the actress's name? I don't know. She's in a show that my wife watches. Though. Yeah, she's I in everything now. I can't think of the show. Her face pops up everywhere now. I remember because I watched this with my wife. And this is one of those movies that like, I think I had to talk her into watching yeah. at first. Because again, you think like, oh, you know, race car movie, action movie, but yeah. it's not that. No, it really is just a good, good story. And, uh, and yeah, after my wife watched it, she said, "Oh, that was a really good movie." But anyways, but when the Molly came up, she goes, "Oh, I know her. She's in so and so." And I, I can't think of it right now, but my wife knew she was. So, and then of course, this is directed by James Mangold. Yes, James Mangold. Which uh, some would say. When I mean some, I think I, maybe I said me. that sarcastically because I can't think of what. Yeah, you. Uh, but I do think uh, this is the movie that got him the indie job because then he 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 took over for Spielberg for for Dial of Destiny. Okay, so that doesn't make any sense because I went on IMDb and I say, hey, what else did James Mangold direct? And that didn't even come up. He directed Logan, which is a Marvel movie. Wolverine. It's a right. By far, I think my favorite comic book movie. Walk the Line. He did. He that. did Walk the Line and with Johnny really Cash. Good. Yeah. Um, I think he one. did like um, uh, like a war movie, but I can't think of it. Anyways, but he's I I think he's a talented director. Yeah, maybe I didn't, really didn't care for his take on Indiana Jones, but I think he's a great director and he's made some great great. Yeah, films. he knows how to make good yeah. films. It's just he took someone else's job, and he tried to do it. That's all he did. If he just stuck to his own original movies, James Mangold, he's great. He just. Yeah, he should just not have done the indie job. Still a little, little hurt by a little bit, little bit, little bit. Little bit. Spielberg let me down. You know, you're talking about the director, but I think you have to talk about editing. And I think they won an Oscar for editing, right? I'm pretty sure. Uh, maybe. Yeah. I think so. I know that it definitely wasn't. You know, it was. Uh, it definitely was up there. Uh, I can't remember. I think it did win an Oscar for editing. Yeah, that's so good and sound. You know, because the director comes in and he gets all he 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 has the big picture. Mm-hmm. You know, he sort of orchestrates this thing, gets all the shots. You know, gets everything in the can, gets all the bits and pieces, and then the, and then the editor has to come in and put it all together. Yeah, and that, and that can make or break a film. Yeah. Oh man, they nailed it. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I've seen this movie so many times, and yet, like at the end of the race or the end of each race, you just you just. You just want to jump out of your your seat and just cheer, yeah, because it, it gets it gets you wound up, and I think the action that, gets you wound you're up. Right. You're just like, whoa, again. I know I've seen it a dozen, dozen times, but yeah. yeah, it's really good. There's an emotional reaction to what the characters are are doing, and again, like seeing it again just recently, watching it this week, 
and I've seen this multiple times, like you still have that. And, uh, and to me, like that's a rare thing. That's something you get with like Rocky winning, right? Yeah. Or like Karate Kid, like you you know what's gonna happen, but yet you're so invested in the characters and you see when they finally reach that that moment of achievement, mm-hmm. you're just, you can't help but like, you know, cheer for them. Right. And uh, and I think they nailed that. But there's so many moments in the movie like that where it just, it's just, you know, it's like it's like the punchline, the the the, the big hit. You know, yeah. when the scene plays out and it's like boom. Yeah, you know, yeah. Dropped. So, Jim, what was one of your favorite scenes? Oh, right out of the gate is is that opening. Carol Shelby racing at Le Mans. Oh yeah, the and opening pull, scene. Yeah, he pulls into the pit, just worn, feet <laughs> tired. They're fueling up the car and. They spill the gas and boom, and lights on fire. You know, and they just in his in his pit crew just they're like, okay, the race is over, man. This guy was on fire. We're yeah. done. He's like, <laughs> fill the tank. Am I on fire? Fill yeah. the tank. So good. Yeah. So that's one of the things that like kind of kicks off the movie is that Carol Shelby, Matt Damon's character, he's the only one that's ever beaten Ferrari. You know, he wasn't racing for an American team, but he was the first American to beat Ferrari. Right. And he was, yeah. yeah. And it was, you know, that I learned from, from the documentary is that he was an amazing race car driver, mm-hmm. just winning over and over and over again. You know, in the early, his early years, he would just, you know, you know, every little race, he would just win yeah. them just over and over. And he, and he was the, and he wasn't the norm in the, you know, in the racing car world, he, you know, he came to race the car in his, you know, in his overalls, you know, and the cowboy hat. Cowboy and that was kind hat, of yeah. his thing. Yeah. He's I'm going to get, and I'm just going to race and I'm going to win. Yeah. 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 I like, I like that, that opening scene. Um, it, you just see how tired he is too. Yeah. Like as he's racing and he's going to these high speeds and you're just like, wow, how dangerous this is. But, but again, that, that, that was his race. He won first American to beat Ferrari and then you know he can't race no more so that kind of sets up the the whole movie that he's kind of done medically he can't race no more because it was heart condition because it was heart condition yeah Yeah. one of the things I liked about this movie and in the early on because it's all about these two cars right that's why it's called Ford versus Ferrari they kind of have two different scenes they show one where they're showing the Ford plant you know, the assembly line, the thing that kind of Ford was, was famous for. Right. And then, so they show that factory, they see what it is. And then there's a scene where they go to, um, uh, they go to the Ferrari factory and like the contrast between those two things, right. was very, was very interesting. Right. And I like how, like in the Ford factory, you've just got these people, this assembly line, they're just part after part after part. And then you go to the Ferrari and it's like every single part is like hand done. And it's very like artistic and they take their time and kind of just kind of shows the two different sides of what we're dealing with here. Right. It's like the, the American diner where the, the guys are like, you know, they're like making the hamburgers yeah. and just getting them done and, you know, and then serving them up. And then they, then you cut to the fine Italian restaurant. Right. Where they're, uh, <laughs> yes. And I think they even say like, we we make more cars in a day than they make in a whole year. You know, we make more Fords than, you know, profit, like a company-wise, they're a better company. But they don't necessarily make the better car. 
but yeah, I just, I love that. And even just the, like the, the tone of the, of the, the color palette of the two factories, like yeah. the Ford was like all dark and bluish and gray. And then, you know, and then you go to Ferrari and it's like bright and reds and yeah. Um, I just thought it was really cool. But I think it's crazy that Ford, that, that they actually were going to buy Ferrari. Yeah. Yeah, there was a, there was a moment there, just a moment, right? Yeah, but then they weren't because that as, was as we learned in the movie, yeah. they were just using Ford to, to up their price with Fiat. Yeah, yeah, that was a, that was one of my trivia questions. Oh, so I'm, I'm down to one. Just blew, <laughs> and and I meant to look it up and see the yeah. history. And so does Fiat still own Ferrari? I or not? Or not? I don't know. Yeah. Anyways, but yeah, they they sold the Ferrari. What I what I like too is kind of going back, and you always there's always something in the movie that kind of if this scene didn't happen, this movie wouldn't take place, right, or whatever. And I like the scene where when Ferrari finally, you know, they were not selling to you, and pretty much just bad mouths Henry Ford and says all these things, and it was like. Do you think he really did that, like in real life? Like you know, he 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 made the sale with Fiat. He doesn't need you know Ford anymore. He don't he don't need these Americans here. Yeah. Do you feel like really insulted him like that because that was like that was I, harsh. I don't know because but that was it, right? Because it was like, oh yeah, he says you're lazy. He says you're fat, and like he, at first he's paying no attention to it, right? He's yeah. just kind of like, okay, okay. Well, what else did he say? And then it was, oh, he says that you're not. Henry Ford, you're just Henry Ford the second. Yeah, and you seen it in his face. Right? Yeah, you that see was it like you like I, you know, I'm I'm corporate, I'm business, mm-hmm. I know this is dog eat dog. I can take I can take fat. Yeah, you know, I can take lazy, whatever. But he says, yeah, but you're, you're not, not your dad. Not your dad. Ooh, yeah, ooh, yeah, yeah. So he that that got him right. That mm-hmm. was the 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 spark that lit the match. That's what put this whole movie in action. You know, kind of going forward. Uh, but that was a cool scene because yeah, you see, you do see his his expression just change. Like, how dare you? Yeah, yeah. And so now it's like, okay, we're gonna we're gonna build a race car to beat Ferrari. And so, I wonder what that process was really like, though. Like, you know, like can we do it? Can we get our designers and mm-hmm. our engineers? I mean, it's just a matter of engineering and physics, right? But then they they found Carroll Shelby. They went to him, approached him. Yeah. Blank check. Because now he's making cars. So he can't race cars. He's going to make cars. Yeah. So, um, yeah, blank check. Blank check. Yeah. And I love that scene where he's just like, you know, describing, you know, Le Mans and the race. It's just like, you know, it's not like NASCAR where you just turn mm-hmm. left, left for, you know, an hour, however long those races are. And, yeah. and, and uh, you know, it's country road, not graded, you know, there's no camber on the turns. There's like so much that can go wrong. Yeah, half the race is in the dark. You can't mm. see. You're tired. Yeah. I couldn't be a race car driver. Could you be a race car driver? I couldn't do it. You know, I I feel like I maybe could have. Do you have that edge? Do you have a like, competitive like? I think I do. I did. I mean, the 24-hour Le Mans, that, that was crazy. Yeah. But, uh, the, you know, I remember wanting to race motorcycles as a kid and, you know, kind of pushing it and... And, you know, even when uh, growing up, I had my Camaro and racing my Camaro just with friends and stuff and, and just, yeah, I just like going fast and, and, the, but there is that moment of when you're driving really fast and you realize oh, I'm like, like about a hundred miles an hour. And then like, you realize like, Oh geez, I should probably slow down. Um, but you don't realize it at first, but 
Yeah, I, I don't know. I identify with Phil, the mechanic. I mean, that's that's, <laughs> that's where I fit right in. Yeah. You know, I'm more about the, you know, yeah. handcrafting the car and troubleshooting and make you know. So I can remember, you know, when all of us, my friends got cars. And again, hopefully my kids will never hear this because I never want them to do this. But where we lived, for the longest time, it was just a lot of grape fields. So there's, it wasn't, you know, Ontario, uh, that whole side of Ontario wasn't developed. And when we got cars and we all got our license, um, when gas was cheap, <laughs> we didn't have to like all split for gas. It was a, uh, let's race from Altaloma to the Ontario mills. And we would do that race quite a bit. And it's like, you, no matter how you get there, you could take whatever, whatever, uh, you know, you just route like, like you want to make like racing on the street, but you'd race on the street there? to get there. That's crazy. So it's like, yeah, it would be raised from our friend's house in Altaloma to uh, the right where the, the AMC theater is in. in uh, so part of it's running too, because you got to park the car and then run. But uh, but I can remember like just driving and doing like like cutting through like parking lots, like at a red light when you're making to make a right, you want to cut through a parking lot just to bypass the light. Yeah, doing that a lot. Yeah, uh, yeah, it was very dangerous, but it wasn't as trafficy or developed back then. Um. So it was a bit more safe, but it's nothing I'd ever, you know, admit to my dad about or my kids. So, but I'll admit to everyone else. Wow. Um, and I did. Me and my uh, 1991 Chevy Cavalier Ooh. won a lot of those races. Wow. And not because that Chevy Cavalier was fast, was but because, you know, I took the chances in driving. Yeah. You know. But, it's all about the driver. Yeah. It's all about the driver. Yeah. In miles. So, so part of me was like, yeah, being a race car driver would have been fun. Yeah. Yeah, I would have liked to have done that. Right. Yeah, but. I could have been a mechanic, racing mechanic guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So another one of my favorite scenes is kind of uh, when Shelby finally decides to agree, or he agrees to come in, but he wants to make a big entrance, right? And they're having this oh, like... He's, yeah, he's doing his speech for Ford. They're kicking off the, the Ford race team and... uh they're flying in and I just, it cracks me up. They're, they're about to land and he just says, Hey, you mind if I, uh, take a crack at landing this plane? And the pilots was like, yeah, sure. Why not? <laughs> you know? Yeah. And then like, well, yeah, he did say, Oh, well, I, you know, I, I flew, uh, I flew in the war War, you know, being yeah. a few bombers made a few uh, runs. So he knows, knows what he's doing. Yeah. But still he's just like, pilots, like yeah, sure. Let me just, I'll yeah. just get on over and yeah. move over. But, uh, and then all the other people in the back, like, are you serious? Like you're really gonna land this yeah. plane? And he lands it with style, right? He just pulls it right up and turns it. Yeah, like a car. Yeah, he just like pulls like in and like he like does a little uh little skid turn yeah. thing and just yeah. He pops right out, puts on his hat, walks up to the podium. It's like that's an entrance. So I wonder if that's like kind of a true story or if they just made that up. Uh I don't know. I like to believe it was. I'm gonna believe it was. <laughs> yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, that's yeah. A, that's a cool legend, even if it wasn't yeah. just like man, Carol Shelby. What a cool guy. Yeah. Something's wrong with the plane. I yeah. who's flying it. I'll give you one guess. Yeah, I'll give you one guess. <laughs> I know who's flying that plane. But uh, yeah, that was such a cool scene. Okay, one of my favorite scenes is early in the film, Little Springs Raceway. Mm -hmm. Ken's going to take out the, uh, he's going to race the Cobra. And uh, the, the, uh, the, the, the tech guy's going through the, you know, going through the pits and, and he has oh, yeah. that, that, uh, suitcase looking thing and tries to fit it in the trunk yeah yeah and of course it doesn't fit 
you know, and Ken's all about racing, you know, mm-hmm. you know, r- racing's number one, rules are second. And it's like, come on, seriously. Mm-hmm. And then he just, and, and, uh, but rather than be disqualified, he just takes a hammer to the trunk of the car and just, you know, just beats it until that, yeah. that, that thing fit. And it wasn't, it too, it wasn't as, and I think that's where, you know, Ken, and as, as a good introduction to his character, uh, just who he is, right? Because it was, uh, had nothing to do with racing. Had nothing to do with the performance of the car. Yeah. It was just like, oh, every car needs this amount of trunk space. Right. And it was something silly and dumb. Yeah. And red tape-ish, right? Yeah. And yeah, he just takes a hammer. <laughs> so, there you go. But, happy? Happy? Yeah. <laughs> and that's where we really learn about Ken and how he can be a little difficult. Yeah. That's when you learn, like, not everyone wants to work with Ken, but, yeah. but Carol Shelby will. Yeah. Why I think I really like this movie. I mean, the cars were great and all that stuff, but the relationship between Shelby and Ken, I think, was great. And... You know, watching them, because they're you're obviously coming into the movie. They already have a pre. You know, you don't see when they meet or how they become friends, or even if they were friends. You already you're coming into the movie. They already have a relationship. Yeah. And in their first interaction together, you know, Kid Mouse throws a wrench out. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and um, and okay, well, okay. When when he picks up the wrench, you know, he saves a wrench, right? Oh yeah. Okay, so this is gonna go back to a conversation we've had earlier. A MacGuffin. A MacGuffin. A MacGuffin. Yeah. Is that wrench a MacGuffin? Uh, I don't think so. Not really. Uh, no, because you know it. It's you, not really. It's, it, it's, a, it's a prop in the film, but it's not. Yeah. Is there a MacGuffin in this movie? I don't think there is. I mean, part of me, if I don't know, if I really want to deep dive into it, if I have to choose something, I would say maybe the race itself is. Well, but no, car, but it no, gets, the car, it gets, the car it gets, would be, right? No, because you can explain the car. Okay, so for our listeners, Michael introduced me to the word MacGuffin, which which, which I, I blows my mind that you this many years you've never heard of that term. I've never heard of that term, and I yeah. still think it's kind of weird. But so now when I watch a movie, it's like so uh, the famous famous MacGuffin in all movies they they consider it to be like the Maltese Falcon right uh the the Ark and Raiders of the Lost Ark like Indiana Jones all have the MacGuffin every Indiana Jones has one um just whatever that's that mysterious object Rosebud in Citizen Kane it's a mysterious object that propels the characters of the movie into whatever action it is but as an audience you don't know what it is Right, it's usually yeah. those and things, you may or yeah. may not ever know what it is. Those things that people basically do replicas of and put on the right. shelves. Yeah, and, like oh, I got this. I got this from that. Movie. So yeah, I don't know. I don't know if this movie has that. I don't. I don't think it does. It's just a good movie. Not every movie has to have one. No. Yeah. No. But yeah. MacGuffin. I don't think it's a weird name. So why do you think he held on to that wrench? That is interesting. Yeah, I don't know. That can't be the first wrench he threw at him. Maybe he just knew because he was onto something. Because then he gives it to his friend immediately. Says, "Frame this." Is it from that race? No, it was, that was the first time that the Cobras won. It beat, they actually beat uh, Chevrolet. They beat the Corvette. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it was a big deal. So it was a huge deal. Oh wow! I, I really wouldn't have known that in the movie. I just thought he just won a race. Yeah, I remember because they were like, yeah, the, the the Corvettes were pretty much dominating at that yeah. point. 
and uh, and the cobra and the, the cobra, cobra the cobra is, was was Carol's yeah design, you know, and he put those together. So he's in, he's introduced those cars to the racing world. Oh, it makes totally sense now. Yeah, and they finally beat finally beat him. Yeah. So going within their whole relationship. You know, you know, yeah, you, you see him throw a wrench, but yet they obviously like each other, they're friends. And uh and so he they have that moment of he invites him to join the team, he's gonna do it, but at the same time he, you know, like Shelby is kind of putting the the team and the car together. He wants Ken Miles to be the driver, but Ken Miles doesn't necessarily trust the executives at Ford. And so there's this whole like give and take and, you know, he's always afraid that Ford's going to screw him over, which he does. And it kind of leads to a, a fist fight, <laughs> which right in front of, uh, yeah, Miles's house, which I thought was hilarious. Yeah. That's the bet. You know, that's one of those things where I, I, you talk about relationship and friendship mm-hmm. and really this movie, I think it really is mostly about, that friendship that they have. And it's kind of like a brotherly, mm-hmm. you know, friendship to where they can just, they can fight. Yeah. You know, punch each other in the face and bite each other. And <laughs> bite. we were talking about the, the bite, the llama. Oh, the llama bite. I call that my llama oh, bite. That's my llama bite. <laughs> that's my llama bite. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, having a friend, a best friend, so close that you, you know, yeah. that you can get into a, you know, you know, roll on the ground fight with. So he just, he just wanted to punch him once. It wasn't like he, like I want to destroy him. No, he just wanted to punch punch you once. Like, man, you're, you're frustrating me. Yeah. And then, you know, Carol Shelby was like, well, I'm not going to take that. And yeah, they're on the ground fighting. Rolling around. Yeah. Yeah. And you, and you get a, you understand their relationship when, when Carol picks up a can to smack him in the yeah, head, yeah. puts it down, grabs a loaf of bread. Cause he really doesn't want to hurt him. Yeah. I don't like, want to damage you. I don't want to really but, hurt him. But, yeah. yeah. So then he, he's hitting him with a loaf of bread. Yeah. And then it's great when, uh, when his wife Molly comes, she sees him. <laughs> yeah, I love that scene. Yeah. She grabs her magazine. She grabs yeah. her folding chair, walks on the front lawn, sets sets it out and just, you know, watches, watches it, watches the doesn't fight. Doesn't break it up. Just no, like, they gotta get it out of their system. Yeah. Like a couple of kids. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, can you get me a fizzy pop? Yeah. Goes, Do you want one too, Carol? No, he can get his own fizzy pop. Just me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, that's a good scene. That's and a great and scene. Uh, I got a, it's my did you know scene. Uh, so what was really cool about this scene is that uh, Christian Bale and Matt Damon, they loved, this was like their favorite scene to film in the movie. Oh, I bet. And the reason being was, they really just kind of got to go at it. So you got Matt Damon, who in a sense, he's Jason Bourne. He's that spy, right? You've yeah. got Christian Bale, who's Batman. They said, we're used to like hours upon hours of fight choreography and doing all these like lethal blows and stuff. He says it was just fun to be there for 15 minutes, talk about what we're going to do, and then just go at it. Yeah. You know, so they said it was a real like breath of fresh air. Yeah. Um, and they got to kind of make it up as they went, you know. Yeah. But, so I wonder if that when he picked up the can and the bread gag, which is perfect. Yeah. It it, it tells so much, you know, with, about the relationship if that was made up or if that was. Yeah. Yeah. But it was made up. Yeah. 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 I'm sure they did get into fights though. 
What do you mean? Like, like in real life? I, I bet the oh, two yeah, characters. Yeah. Totally. yeah, if Ken was anything like the movie portrays him as being. Yeah, yeah both of them. Are... Both of them, yeah. Yeah. Rowan wrenches, fighting on the ground. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and Ken's personality, he's one of those guys that are difficult, but it's like he can't help himself. That's just who he is, you know, kind of a loose cannon. Mm-hmm. You know. One of my other favorite scenes is at this point in the movie, you know, Carol Shelley's, he's really frustrated. He's really trying to, to get this thing done. He wants to build this car. He wants to, you know, win at Le Mans and that, and, and Leo BB is just in the way every step of the way. Mm-hmm. And then he finds out that he's been given, uh, you know, the V, the, the, the what, do, what do you call it? The, uh, authority, complete yeah, authority. Ba- basically yeah. the authority over the entire project. And they're, you know, and they show up at the, at the, uh, factory and, uh, you know, Carol's like, ah, oh, great, great, great. What do I do? You know, <laughs> let's talk in private. Yeah. So when he locks him in the office, he, you know, he, he takes him in the office, uh, you know, slowly, you know, draws the blinds yeah. and, uh, you know, BB's like, he's, he's all, you know, I hope this won't be a problem between us. And he's like, <laughs> nope. nope, not at all. <laughs> Click lock, locks the door. And that's when he takes, you know, four on his drive. But that was just so good that he just, he just locks him in the office. So that is, so kind of backing up a little bit, what I love about that scene is because it's right after the fight scene, right? It's because all that, that Leo BB guy did not want, you know, Miles to be the driver. He wanted a different person because he didn't trust him. But Shelby, that's Shelby's driver. Yeah. So it's this like internal struggle and... And then it all starts stops with that after the fight. He says, "I got a plan." It was extremely risky. No, how risky? He's like extremely risky, and uh, and so uh, he leads to that locking BB in the in the office so that he can get one on one with Henry Ford, and he just says, "Hey, you paid for this vehicle. Let's go for a ride." Right, and just that 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 scene. And I hope, I hope, I truly in my deepest soul want to believe that this really happened. And it happened exactly how it played out in the movie. But he takes Henry Ford in this GT40 and just floors it and is going on the turns and the G-forces and just experiencing what this race car can do. And then finally stops him and he's alone in the car and just tells, and then the guy just starts crying. Henry Ford just starts weeping. He just has no idea. He has no a idea. could perform like this and go that fast. Yeah. 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 Love that scene. And, and yeah, because you think like he's scared. I mean, I think he was. But, oh, it'd be uh, terrifying. Yeah, he's terrifying. Yeah. But he was crying because it was, and it's, it's really a cool scene because he's just, he's like, my, my, if my grandfather could only see, he, if he could have seen this. Right. You know, because it's, grandfather created the automobile and uh when it's just like a little putt putt machine yeah and you're just worrying about getting place you know from here to there and these guys take his invention and just go with it yeah it's practically a rocket ship practically a rocket just takes off and nowhere would he had ever thought that yeah if my grandpa would ever have seen saw this coming that we could ever get to this this height of technology, which that is really cool. Yeah. yeah. And then what was the, and the risky proposition was, 
he basically said, oh. yeah, let Ken drive in... Uh, if he wins they, Daytona. They, yeah, if he wins Daytona, then then, then he's going to drive Le Mans. Mm-hmm. And, and, oh, oh, and he actually put the... And he put the he uh, put his company out. Yeah, all of Shelby American, he says, you know, and if he loses, Ford gets Shelby American. Yeah. Everything. Which I love that, because he truly believed in, in, in Miles. He yeah. truly believed in his... Uh, his ability. So, yeah, that's really cool. And then the, and that Daytona race was just oh, that was over so the top. That was yeah. so good. That was filmed uh, in Fontana Raceway. That's that, right. The whole scene. Yeah. Which is not too far from where we live. Yeah. So That would have been cool to go see. Yeah. Because we knew nothing about it at the nope. time they were filming. But it would have been, <laughs> I mean, if I had known, I would have gone over there. That would have yeah. been super cool. See those cars. Yeah. But, uh, um, yeah. Yeah, that was a that was a neat scene, and pretty much sells it and makes sure that that that's his driver. He says, "You want to win Le Mans, you're gonna want you're gonna want him." Yeah, yeah. And it's just so I always thought it was just super cool how like they're they're always careful of the cars and not to push them too hard, and, mm-hmm. and, and you know, and and it would Leo Beebe, and we even control the RPMs. Like, <laughs> yeah, smile on his face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and. uh Basically, you know, they're not, they're not going to win. You know, Miles is just like, he's holding back and, and Carol says, okay, you know, push it 7,000 plus, you know, mm-hmm. it just lets him go. And he's like, yeah. Yeah. And yeah, that, that, and that's how they win. And I, I, that's one thing I never really got because to my extent of racing, like I know NASCAR, like I, I actually like NASCAR. I like the whole, just going around yeah. in a circle because it truly is like all the, the engine specifications are all the same and it truly comes down to who's the better driver. Right. Um, but, uh, when it, when it was these races, I really didn't know that, that, you know, now you're building the better car, but like you're running the risk of it just not working and then you're out of the race entirely. Um, but, uh, yeah, like I love that scene when he just walks out with that sign and just, he says like seven thousand plus, go like hell, go like hell, yeah. yeah. And he just goes. And he and, says, "All right." <laughs> yeah, and that's Ken's advantage because yeah. he knows the cars, he knows the engines, he knows mm-hmm. what they can take, and he can he can feel it, he can hear it. Mm-hmm. You know, he could probably even you know he can take it up to seven k even further. Yeah, and he'll know if the engine's starting to come apart because he can just feel it. Yeah, and he's like, "No, I can push it. I can push it." <laughs> and sure enough. Yeah. Those extra RPMs just pushed him to victory. Yeah, that was that was a cool scene. Super, but it wasn't the main cool. race, right? We're still leading up to the to the race of all races, yeah. which was Le Mans and. But all the races are so awesome. But in they're this also movie. yeah. Awesome. The Willow Springs race was great. The Daytona race was great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and which goes back to editing too. I mean, God, hats off to the editor on this thing, just piecing all those things together. Yeah. So good. Yeah. Yeah. So we finally get to the Lamaze race and <laughs> so I didn't know that in racing back then you actually ran to your car. Like that was part of the race. Right. Like, like again, I'm a NASCAR guy. You're the NASCARs are going around in a circle before the actually race starts and yeah. then you just put on the gas. But these, these race car drivers were on the other side of the track and they physically run. So it's like whoever can get in the car first, can get going. Whoever's fastest. Yeah, it's like who started who started that? I yeah. mean, it's like you could trip and fall. I mean I, Right. And right? I'm sure yeah. people did, right? Yeah. Or even if you did fall and maybe someone got into a car first and then you might get ran over. Yeah. You know, I don't know. And that was that was pretty hectic too. Yeah. Like right from the start there were cars crashing. Because now all these cars are pulling out at the same time. Yeah. 
and you know they're not seeing each other and they're just crashing in like that's it you're yeah. you're 24 hours in Le Mans it's over yeah and like <laughs> that was one thing I loved about Christian Bale's character or Miles is that I loved his all his comments when he's racing like all his like reactions like oh hell you know like he yeah. really was experiencing all these moments oh and I love how he stares down the other driver yeah he psychs him out yeah yeah like at Daytona he's like pulls up next to uh I can't think of the driver's name and uh he just stares at him and and then just totally psychs him out and then he, then he basically hits the Mustang and that one yeah. flew off the track and and blew up yeah but yeah you just he stares him down <laughs> In, insults him insults him as he's passing yeah that's yeah, great but and I don't know about you but I've been in these situations too where you have planned for so many things you have practiced you have planned but when it finally comes to it something goes wrong and and just like in real life they hit something wrong and i it's it's as stupid as like his door won't shut yeah <laughs> like they have worked so tirelessly on the engine of this car they've done all these things they have tried to like figure out how can we you know your brakes are constantly going out how can we make it easier to put new brakes on and they're figuring all this out. And when it comes to the race, I can't shut the door. Yeah. <laughs> and he does a whole lap with that door. Yeah. Just hanging. <laughs> he pulls up the door won't bloody shut. <laughs> and what did he say? It's hitting the belt. I think, I think he said like, it's hitting the belt. It's like probably something. Oh, let's, let, let's put a new belt thing in there so he can start something. Like, Cause yeah. I mean, in my mind, I'm kind of thinking, well, why didn't it close? Yeah. Well, he eventually got the hammer and just the, the, um, Phil came Phil out. Phil came in, just got the That's hammer right. and shut it and he took off. They always see Phil and I'm like, that would be me. Yeah. Just get the get hammer. Get out of the way. I know what it is. And he just hits yeah. him out and boom, he's off. Yeah. Yeah. So that that is such a cool race. And You know I, what's weird is when I first saw this movie, I thought, oh man, I mean, the race action was so good. And I thought a lot of it was digital. Like oh. some of the shots I got on my go, this is CG. Oh, this is. Yeah. No, it wasn't. I mean, they these are all practical shots. Yeah. You know, and you was watching like the behind the scenes stuff and all the different camera cars and camera rigs and stuff that they put together um to get the shots. It's hmm. super cool. So did they have a real GT forties? I don't think Or do you think it was like just a shell or you know Yeah, I think they were made. I mean there's a lot it's of like a like, Honda Civic engine or something. Basically, yeah. They took a Honda and then put a fiberglass GT forty. Yeah. yeah, I mean there's there's tribute cars and, and kit cars and stuff out there. So, right. Um I always like to like look at the cars like in the pit and say, Yeah, it's a fake Porsche. Yeah. <laughs> Four lugs on that Porsche. I don't think so. Yeah, right. Yeah, you can tell the fake ones. Yeah. Um but yeah. Yeah, but the action and the, the racing action, the cinematography—man, mm-hmm. it's so cool. So coming down to it, remember this is again it's Ford versus Ferrari, and they're finally racing each other. And you got old man Ferrari in the in the booth watching his cars perform and the Ford perform, and and uh, so it really came down to um, the second day, right? It was a second day. And, and can he keep, he keep, uh, he keeps, uh, not being able to, to, to pass Ferrari yet, but, uh, but he's always close because that door thing actually put him behind. Right. But, uh, at one point he's like, you gotta, you gotta pass him twice. 
right? You, in order for you to get any close, you got to pass Ferrari twice. He goes, all right, no problem. And he does it. Yeah. Yeah. And I think hands down. But they, yeah, because they, they had the advantage though. They had the advantage of, of speed. Mm-hmm. And that, that's one thing that I thought was like really cool is like, you know, we'll just make the car faster. Just make a super fast car. But yeah. what the thing you had to consider is that you hit those speeds on the straights but you've got to be able to slow the car yeah, down. Yeah, slow the car down. Yeah, and that, that was the thing. I mean, it, it's it's about braking too. So it's not only about speed, but then it's about being able to stop. Break when, on the right moments, yeah. the right time. And then you, on top of that, how long is it going to last? Mm-hmm. Like, okay, well now we can stop, but how long are these going to last? This so, car is a 24-hour race, so that car's yeah. got to last 24 hours yeah, if they at didn't, these high speeds. Yeah, if they didn't figure out how to swap out the, the brake assembly... Mm-hmm then they, they wouldn't have been able to beat him. Yeah. Because that, because Ken was running that car so hard to beat Ferrari. And yeah. Then he basically knew that they were just going to burn, burn up the brakes. And then that would yeah. be it. That would be it. But sure enough, they figured out how to swap out the whole assembly. I wonder if they do that now. Did they do that Because the part's apart. The part's apart. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so that was another thing. Like throughout the whole race, even though he's behind Ferrari, he is still breaking lap records. Like he is just, Ken Miles is beating all these lap records over and over and over. He, he beat the record once the next lap he's beating his own record. Now yeah. he's beating records. So he's, he has the faster car. Yeah. He's just still behind Ferrari and they're just so far ahead. Um, but man, it, and again, hands down, I guess just the end of the movie it's not really the end of the movie, but hands down my favorite scene. And it is, it's that Rocky moment. And even just even watching it last week, there's still, I, I get emotional. Like there's an emotional response when you see when, again, they're coming to that moment where now we're talking about, well, who's the better car, not necessarily the better driver. Cause that's already proven, but the better car. And, and, uh, you got they're they're pushing, they're both pushing their cars to the yeah. limit, but Ferrari can't do it. And it blows up and it's out. Yeah, Ken's pushing it hard. He's revving higher. Yeah, and uh, Ferrari's like, oh, I'm, I'm doing it too. Yeah, push he it pushes hard, hard just to boom. boom. Yeah. yeah, and just like when Ken finally realizes that happens, he's yeah. like, Oh my god! Like he did it. Like even though the race is still, you still got many more yeah. hours left in the race. He's just like, I did it. Like it, we did it. We, yeah. we beat Ferrari, and he's like, he can't believe it himself. Yeah, and it, again, it's just Christian Bale just knocked that scene out of the park. He the whole you know his whole acting of this character just just such a good scene and, and it's up there probably one of my favorite scenes of all time in any movie because it's so good he's so good he plays this role so, so well um and uh man to me if, if the movie could end there <laughs> it could <laughs> that would be great because yeah i don't know i don't know do you want to talk about the way the rest of this movie goes <laughs> I no, we have we have to because I think that yeah. Well, first off, okay, so it's not that the movie goes bad. It doesn't it's go just, bad because it's I still think, a great ending movie, yeah. but it's just you feel for the character. Look, I mean, Ken Ken Miles is a he's a race car driver. This is mm-hmm. Le Mans, Le Mans, Le Mans, Le Mans, Le Mans. Yeah, right. He's gonna win Le Mans. Yeah, he's gonna win. Right. This is like winning the Super Bowl. It's like winning, like the, winning the, the the top of your, you know, thing. It's not like not like the team winning, like yeah. singular singular guy winning, mm-hmm. and then they tell him to slow down. You know, he could have just booked it. Mm-hmm. You know, cross the finish line two laps above. You know, 
ahead of everybody else and won. Yeah. Would you, what would you have done? I want to... <sighs> would you have slowed down and brought the team in? I don't know. Because, of, I, because in my mind, I'm thinking, you know, in, so, in, in the moment, in the moment when he's like driving and, and he's like, it's up to him. So yeah, he tells him when he's not even driving yet. He's still, you know, he's on break. Yeah. You yeah. know, I don't know. I would almost in my mind, I'm thinking, I'd be like, you know what? Forget Ford. Yeah. These are just corporate people. You know, this, this moment's going to die and die in, in, it's going to be a, a mm-hmm. memory it's going to fade. Nobody's going to care, but can Miles, you know, you think about yourself, a winning, you know, yeah. winning Le Mans. Because it's like, like be look, big, it's a big deal. I'm, I can work anywhere. It's not like I have to work at Ford. Like any yeah. company is going to come after right. you after drive our cars. Yeah. Why should I do, why should I do this? For Ford? Yeah. You know, but then when, when he decides to do it, to be the team player and bring them all in, I think it said a lot. Um, it said more about his character because of, the way his, you know, the way his wife responded. Yeah, his wife was his like, son good responded. for him. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and even... Well, he, his son was a bit like, what is he doing? <laughs> like, his, yeah, but like it, but his, it, why is he slowing down? But it was a better, it was yeah. a better call. Team, as, as, yeah. as a As a, as a person, mm-hmm. I think it was better that he, that he did that. Yeah. And, yeah. and two, before all that, you know, after they ask him to do it, he gets in the car one more time. And what does he do? He has the perfect lap. He breaks his record again. Yeah. So before, yeah, before he decides to back yeah. off, and before he I before I off. slow down, I'm going to break another record mm-hmm. just to let everybody know, I am the best driver. I am the best driver. I'm yeah. number one. And he made the call to slow down. Yeah, he made the call to bring, to bring them all in. But again, in his head, it was still that he was going to win. So it wasn't like he was going in together. He thought he was like, look slow down so that you guys can all cross at the same time. Yeah. I think that if he, but the technicality was that it was a dumb technicality and still, I don't know if it it doesn't make any sense because he still crosses the finish line, but because his partner, the other Ford car started later, he technically went the furthest distance. Yeah. And it makes sense. But if, if he shouldn't, he shouldn't have slowed down. Was he two laps ahead? Yeah, no, he was more. He was a lot of laps ahead. Right. So well, so and more does, than two. Does this make sense if he had basically not slowed up to where he was at an even uh, lap with everybody? But if he was still, say, just one lap ahead, yeah, and he slowed down with the three and came across the finish line, still being one lap ahead, he would have won. Yeah, right? but he slowed down to a point where he was now neck and neck with everybody. Yeah, who came across the finish line, and I think that if he knew, if he knew that in his mind that, oh, I I started back further, I had to make mm-hmm. sure I had to be this distance ahead. He probably would have figured that out and done that, but he didn't. Yeah. And did you catch the foreshadowing? It was the first time I caught it of mm-hmm. that moment. Mm-mm. Remember, he's in in uh, Peter's bedroom, and Peter drew out you know uh, Lamont on the paper. Mm-hmm. And he's looking, and he's and he's like going through the going through the race, and uh, and Peter had drawn uh, the starting line, and so and so Ken says, "Well, this is this is where we start the race." And Peter says, "No, actually, no, actually, you start back here. This is where you start and get in your car." Oh, and I was like, "Oh, 
Yeah. Yeah. And obviously that was a per that was a purposeful foreshadowing that they yeah. put in there. So it technically came in second. And then, you know, it was he takes it really well. He's just like, Oh, okay. He yeah. says, well, but next year we're gonna get him and then unfortunately, tragically, he didn't get to race again because he yeah. he died in a in a crash. Um, which is just again, I think makes the, the loss so much more heartbreaking. Yeah. You know, because he doesn't doesn't get to fulfill that win but proving himself that he's the better driver right. definitely he accomplished and um so we lose ken you know and then there's that the, the final scene where you know carol shows up you know to, to visit molly you mm-hmm. know afterwards well even even before that i mean just six months later and he's just devastated yeah you know and i think that's that Oh yeah, because he's working with an, uh, another driver. Yeah, and the other driver's just like, "How can you know how this car is? You borrowed the car. You raced it for less than an yeah. hour. Nobody's ever going to live up to miles." Yeah. And I think the thing that too is that is that Ken was was a was his friend. Mm-hmm. I mean, a real friend that that he lost in that that pain that he's he's feeling. You know, yeah. it's not just you know, not just a coworker, yeah, a driver. I mean, they were you know. And I think that's what this movie really is about is that friendship between the two of them, that kind of friendship where, you know, you're working together and you're collaborating and you're, you know, you're joking and you're, you're going through trials and you can have a, you know, a fight on the lawn. And, yeah. and, and yeah. I mean, I think that kind of relationship is rare mm-hmm. that, that people, you know, that people have. And that, you know, that's something that, that, uh, Carol Shelby, Shelby, you know, that, that's, he was a huge part of his life. And he lost and, it. Yeah. yeah. And it's just like, I mean, you just see it at the end. It's like, it's like, he's just broken up. Yeah. Cause Peter even says, says like, you know, he was your friend. Yeah. Yeah. Cause he's like, I'm here to help you. And he goes, well, no, you kind of need help too. Yeah. Cause he was your friend. He was your friend. And that's, that's. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. So with Ford versus Ferrari, what is that, that deeper story? What's that story we like to look for? That's beyond the story in a sense. Uh, you know, what's that gospel message? I think if I was to kind of nail it down to one word, it, it would be trust. I think that was the kind, the kind of the constant theme throughout the whole movie. Um, you know, it kind of started with like, you know, Ford needs to trust Lee Iacocca and this is the right way to go because mm-hmm. Ford was failing. Like they were losing money. They were going to shut down the factory. And then, you know, then, Carol Shelby needs to trust Lee Iacocca. Like there's that whole scene when like, I think I can't remember what it was, but it was right before is when he comes in with a plane and he comes out Oh and yeah. then there's something like he changed at the last minute or Ford said, Hey, you have to do it this way. And Shelby's like, what? And then like Lee yeah, says, yeah, he said, yeah, up until this, this moment right now, I was comfortable. Yeah, but now I'm not. And I'm trying to think what what was that moment? That, I can't remember what it was, what it was. but I remember very. It was quick though. Yeah, yeah. What Lee says was very. He says, "Do not go up on that stage if you don't trust me. If you don't trust me. Yeah. You have to trust me." And and so he he does, and then and then you got Carol Shelby. Now I need a driver, and you know, uh, he you know Miles comes in, but uh, he doesn't trust Ford but he trusts Shelby. Right. So you've got like this whole struggle. Eventually Lee Ico kind of gets out of it, but then it's kind of like this Ford trusts Shelby. 
board doesn't trust, you know, Miles and or Ken Miles, and, and this is like the circle of trust, but they all got to work together. And, and, and kind of going back, it takes me like to the story of David and even, you know, God, there was so much that God had for David. You're going to be a king. You're, you know, you're, you're highly favored. You're all these things, but yet for the beginning of David's life, he was on the run and, you know, kind of living in caves and being hunted by King Saul, but yet he still had to trust in God, you know, even though his situation didn't look right, you know? Um, and even too, like going back to the friendship, like he had a deep, David had a deep friendship with Jonathan who was Saul's son. And David had to trust Jonathan. They're like, okay, you're not going to sell me out here to your dad, right? You're not gonna at the last minute kill me. And, uh, and I don't know, I just think like just having, having that trust is, 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 is hard. And I think as Christians, we, I think we could talk a big talk about trusting God in difficult times when it's easy. <laughs> and I think it's like, we could say, oh yeah, just bring yourself stuff to the altar. Just, you know, uh, a lot of Christianese talk, yeah. but you know, when you finally are in it, it's a, it's a different story. And you're, when you're forced to trust, it's hard. And it, it is probably one of the hardest things about this Christian walk that we walk and even just working at a church and, and not only just in my own life, but as a pastor working that with other, walking that through with other people, it's not easy. And it's hard to explain other than you just got to do it. And it takes me back to the scene of, of being the passenger, like Ford being the passenger seat in that car. It's scary trusting, right? Yeah. Okay, God, I'm just going to trust that you have this and it is terrifying. And it's not until the ride's kind of over and then you're like, okay, all right, we did it. I see, I see you now, God. I see that you had, you were in control the whole time. Yeah. Um, and I don't know. I think this movie really does a good job kind of highlighting that. All right, so this week, Jim, you don't have a movie magic. I don't have a movie magic, but I thought you had a connection to but this movie. But I some. do, and it's not really magical, but it is pretty cool, and it always, I always like watching it and looking out for it. So we said before that this movie was filmed in Fontana Raceway, not too far from our houses, but it was also filmed at Ontario Airport, which is right down the street. Uh, from us and it was actually my very first job working at the airport now in the movie it was supposed to be lax it's supposed to be lax but it is for sure ontario airport i mean you see our mountain ranges in the back you know our mountain range there's no our mountain range is very distinct and uh and so yeah i got to show my kids like look there's our mountains they're like oh my gosh that really is uh in in the movie but yeah it's supposed to be lax but they filmed in ontario and um like i said it was my very first job i ever had right out of high school working at the at the airport and working in a hangar um i did all sorts of things like uh bringing in planes uh unloading them with the little little lights yeah lightsabers those guys those called wing walkers wait the 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 flashlight things yeah that's what they're called wing walkers yeah Okay. Yeah. You're just making sure things are clear. I don't know. 
It, yeah. it was why once have, I learned the job. Why do you have two? Like, do you like like wave one hand more than the other to get the plane to move? I guess. Like, point? I hold one up, you know, yeah. and tell like the plane to go. Like, get and this, right, bring this. Wing I guess. Down. Really, the one that's in front of the plane is the most important one. But the ones on the side, I guess you're just making sure no, one, I don't know, no one crashes into yeah, it. Okay. But uh, yeah, so did a bunch of things. But it was uh, actually really cool. Was that Shelby's um, his work? You know, his workshop where they're actually building the car and working on the car and they're testing it. That was actually a hangar that I actually worked in. So it was actually really cool to see that in play and and where it was filmed. And again, had I known they're filming this movie. Right down the street from where I live, I would have been down there, and I and I didn't. But I uh, check it out. But yeah, it's really cool. Maybe we need to like, uh, like be more on top of. of you know, I used to be. Where you get like the the variety and, and get the, the yeah. No, all, all that's online. There's now. a website that kind of tells you like what movies, but you don't. You also got to learn the codes because movies have codes. Right. The the working title. The working title. Yeah. So you got to learn what those are and, you know, and when I worked at the airport, they filmed things there too. Um, nothing big. There wasn't any big movies when I was there. I was in a commercial. Well, I was filming a commercial and I wasn't, you could never see me in it. I had a friend that was in the seventh heaven. They filmed the seventh heaven episode there. Once. Okay. But uh, yeah, they filmed a lot of things at Ontario. A lot of things. It's kind of a sleepy airport. It's not. A, it's well, they have the old airport that's like anything. It's funny because any any airport that you need either like a South American yeah. <laughs> looking airport <laughs> yeah. or an old 1950s, 60s airport, yeah. Yeah. they go to Ontario's old terminal and uh, not the new terminal, but All the right. old one. I mean, not that I do a lot of flying, but I'm always like you go to Ontario airport and it's just like, where's everybody? Yeah. It's like, there's nobody here. Yeah. It's like, so, so if anybody wants to fly into LA, visit <laughs> California, just. It's a lot more expensive to fly in Ontario than it is in LA. I don't know why, but it is. But if you don't like the crowds. But you don't like the crowds, pay that extra pay money. That extra, yeah. Cause yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, man, let's get into this trivia battle because, well, for one, I don't know how this is going to go. I don't and know. don't ask me again. Don't ask me no car stuff. I'm not asking because I don't know stuff. cars. I purposely didn't. Do like, don't any say car what stuff. was the cubic engine of this. I, I'm not gonna know. Okay. So uh, we realized that we had a lot of the similar questions, so we had to eliminate a lot of questions. And I have actually, one. Actually, three of us. So I had I had the question. You had the question. Yeah. And, and Joel, the sound guy, had the same question. And the question was, when Ken, when Shelby was fighting Ken, <laughs> what was the grab he used? Yeah. The llama bite. The llama bite. Yeah. yeah. So, um, and then you said another one of my questions that I had, which is who buys Ferrari? It was Fiat. Fiat. Um, so I'm down to one question, but I think I have two just off the top of my head. So I think I can I think do two. I have two. Um, and uh, yeah. So you have two? I got three. Okay. Well, all I got is two. I mean, the good ones are we use those up so yeah my questions are going to be lame but okay all right well why don't you go first okay question one uh, the triple crown the three races that oh, make up the triple no. crown what three races are they yeah because that was the whole thing like hey you're st- you've won the triple crown no matter what you know slow down yeah so it's daytona right and it's the mons yeah 
one more race. I, I don't know. How we said no. Is it Willow Springs? No. Oh, then I don't know. Sebring. Sebring. Yeah. Yes, you're right. Sebring. Dang it. That's good. That was a good question. That was a good one. All right. Zero. I got a point. Got a point. No, no. You don't got a point yet. I just didn't get a point. But tell you what. If oh, you, you don't get a, you get a point if you get if you guess yes. it. Oh, okay. So what is the number of the final Ferrari car? The final one that blows up. What's its what's its number? Oh, I should know this. But you don't? I don't think I do. Awesome. Because he said, he, yeah, Engineer Joel said you're going to get this one. Wow. I'm just going to say number two. Yeah. It is. There is a two on it, but it's 21. 21. Oh, oh man. No points for oh, you. Man, no points for me. All right. What's the next one? Okay, so the Willow Springs race at the beginning, mm-hmm. and the announcer announces the race, and he also announces the year. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Just guess the year? Yeah, guess the year. 1965. No, 1963. Oh, man. Wait, so the race that, that he had with when he threw the wrench, that was 1963? That was 63, and then 66 was the... the, the with the Le Yeah, so, yeah, so I wouldn't have thought like it was that far of a gap between between yeah. those races. But but there's a lot of history that's kind of missing, too, yeah. that they didn't, they didn't touch on in the movie is the whole uh, Daytona Cobra that, that uh, Shelby and Miles put together, and that was a whole nother race car. Mm-hmm. And you see the cars in the shop, um, but that was a revolutionary new race car that they yeah. just blew. Was that the one he was selling to people? No. And all those people kept coming in. He goes, do not give them this car yeah, because yeah. I owe multiple Cobras to all these yeah. people. No, they developed yeah. the Cobra and got that one up and running. And then they raced it at Willow Springs and won. Mm-hmm. And then after that, the next big race or the next big car they put together was the Daytona Cobra or the Cobra Daytona. Um, looks a lot like the, the, uh, the GT 40 a bit. Mm. Um, but it, we have revolutionary design as far as the shape of the car. I, I thought it was kind of funny looking great story behind that. I highly recommend you watch the yeah. 24 hour war. And I was a little disappointed they didn't touch on that, but it would have made the movie way too long. Too long. But yeah. that, yeah, the story behind that particular car and the development of that was, was huge. So, yeah, so there's what, three years then uh-huh. between Willow Springs and Le Mans. All right, here's my question, probably my final question because you know all my other ones. Um, the fight scene, we talked about this. Yeah. The fighting. Yeah. What was it that he did pick up? I, you know it was a can, oh, but what was it? I can't believe this. Because I was thinking about looking that up and like pausing it to see what it was. I'm like, nah, it's just a can. It's a can of something, right? <laughs> You're right. It is a can. Okay. So I have to determine what <laughs> what could be a can of beans. Could well, be you got to pick something, man. Could be a can of corn. Let's say he's English, right? Okay, yeah, you're something. you're really thinking this through. I'm thinking this up. Yeah, way too much. Yeah, uh, can of chili, can of peaches. Oh, peaches. Yeah. Oh, you yeah. can really see that it's a can of peaches in the scene. Yeah, I hope so. Because again, what do you this mean was, you hope so? Well, so you don't know. again, this is me trying. I had to just come up with a question, but in my notes, I wrote can of peaches, as in like he because I wanted to talk about how he picked up the can. 
So I hope. So he, wait a minute. So you don't even know if it is a can of peaches. You just. But I'm like not, I'm ninety nine percent. I wouldn't have just wrote can of peaches if I didn't know that it was peaches. Unless he. Unless. So, I think I I think I'm right, and we'll do a retraction in the next show if I'm wrong. If it's not peaches. Yeah. All right. And I'll, I'll gladly, but I'm pretty sure it's peaches. So, he, yeah, so he he puts down the can of peaches yeah. and he grabs a loaf of bread. A loaf of bread. That was, that was a Wonder Bread, right? Wonder Bread, It looked yeah. like Wonder Bread. All right, what's your what's your question? Are we going to go for three now? Oh, you asked two. Yeah, yeah and I asked two. I don't have a third question, oh, so okay. we go to bonus? We can go to bonus. Is there a bonus? There was, but you talked about it just now. Oh, that was mine? The peaches? No, what was the brand of the bread? Yeah, that was. uh... So, do we go tie? It's kind of lame. I can't think unless I can think of another question. I mean, I got it. I got him the question. It's kind of a lame question, but it's a question. Okay, Christian Bale. Does he really have an? Yeah, he's English. Is he English? Yeah, he's an English. Because he he plays so many different roles. I was kind of curious. What's his native accent? Yep, he's English. Hmm. Well. Well, Either you can ask me, and I run the risk of getting a point, or we call it a tie. There are no ties in auto racing. There's not. Can he grab something to defend himself while they're fighting? What is it? Ken does or Carol? I don't know. Okay, so what's the question? What did Carol... Yeah, but now it's like I know the like I already know the No, it's it's Ken that grabs it. Carol Carol grabs the the trash can lid. Is it a trash no, can Ken, lid? No, Ken grabs it. Oh, Ken uh, grabs it. Oh, and Carol punch and Carol wrong, punches it. Yeah, oh, in my mind Ken, uh, It's a bummer. Come on, look at the fight again. Look at the fight again. There's got to be other things. Okay. Give me another one. Give us another uh, fight one. I don't I don't remember there being a trash can lid. He picks it up and holds it and he punches it. He's like, oh. Okay, I have a question. You're probably going to get it, but. So, when we first meet, I think it's the very first time we meet Ken Miles. He's working in a shop, right? Yeah. He's an auto mechanic for a specific type of car. Right. Um, What was his recommendation to the man that was complaining about not his car not working right? He's not driving it hard. Yeah. yeah. Man, that was a dumb question. Well, at least I asked you a third question. Now you got to ask me a third question. Okay. So Ken Ken's working in his shop. What's the name of his shop? <laughs> Ken shop? Yeah. <laughs> What's the same? And I looked and to make sure it was, oh, it was legible that you could actually, because you threw that, that uh, Iron Giant Diner sign <laughs> thing. So I'm going to do, what's, Ken, what's Ken's, the name of Ken's shop? Oh, man. Um, that's, that was my guess, Ken's shop. <laughs> I, I don't know. Ken Miles Limited. Ken Miles Limited. Yeah. Man. All right, you won. One to nothing. So, so the car, the, the, his customer, uh, he had a black MGA yeah, and, uh, my dad had one briefly that, oh, he, okay. was, that he was going to fix up and, uh, we were going to fix up and, uh, didn't have it very long, but, but, you know, we took it out, drove it, you know, here and there. But what's interesting is that the, it's an English car. Mm-hmm. So normally the, the driver would be on the, you know, on the left-hand side, right? Yeah. Yeah. 
right? So the, so the right hand side, right hand side, right? So the throttle linkage actually is over on the right hand side. So if you're the passenger in the car, you can just get your foot up underneath there and like hit the gas. <laughs> so I would, so I would do that. I would, I would go in there and I would just get my foot up, up under there and just woo hit the throttles like. Whoa. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, that's funny. All right. Well, congratulations. You won Ford versus Ferrari. Um, all right. Well, what are your rankings and final thoughts? Rankings. You go first. All right. Uh, my final thoughts is again. I hope if anything, what we did is that we got some people that have never seen this movie, listening to this podcast and are now interested in this movie because I do believe this is a movie that everyone needs to see. Everyone should experience. And, and this is where like these 4k discs come into play because it might not really add much over the Blu-ray as far as visuals, but the sound the sound is where it comes in. So if you've got oh, a good I, sound system, I think that was the second Oscar winner. Oh sound, man, sound design. that that car and uh, I mean, I I turned it up and you know my kids took off. They went <laughs> into the other room. <laughs> I turned this this bad boy. This this is a good good sounding movie, and the car engines and all that stuff. But man, if anything, please please see this movie. It's so good. Um, I will buy you a soda if you disliked it. So for me, to me, this movie a, a fizzy pop. I will buy you a fizzy pop. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's a nine. It's a nine for me. Wow. Yeah. It's a nine. And I guess like for me, like just again, because it's a true story, why it's not any higher. I mean, nine for me is still a great movie, but it's, it's not, I wouldn't say it's necessarily a yearly movie for me. Uh, maybe it is a yearly movie, but you know, it, it's why it's not higher is because maybe because there's the, the more historical stuff kind of missing but i get why they had to take some of that stuff out um but yeah for me it's a nine it's a great it's a great movie i, I think the more we talked about it we realized that it's it it is a lot about the friendship between these two guys mm -hmm. so that alone um it's just a great story you know, yeah you know it's a true story it's, it's automotive racing history and you know like i said earlier you know that race was the one like top race story in, of all auto racing is that that battle between Ford versus Ferrari and that, and that, uh, that date at Le Mans. Yeah. Um, Le Mans. Le Mans. Le Mans. Le Mans. Le Mans. Um, but for this, I love everything about this movie. I, you know, um, the, the time period, the cars, uh, the actors, the story, everything is just great. And so for me, I watch this at least twice a year. This is a twice yeah. a year. Yeah just love this movie and, and this one this is a 10 yeah. yeah wow okay i originally ranked it at a at a 9.9 .9. okay and then and i ranked it before i watched it again before the podcast and Jeez. i was like no now i feel like i ranked it too low yeah. but uh, i'll stick with it i'll stick but with a nine the thing that i was like ah, i didn't really wasn't any real memorable like soundtrack to it but and watching it, I'm like, oh no. It's, it's really got a really good soundtrack. It has yeah. a really good soundtrack. Bow, so bow, I mean, bow. Yeah. Yeah, it's got a little bow, bow, bow. It's a bow, bow. <laughs> chicka bone, chicka bone. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Was that a song or they just make that up for I the movie? I think that's a, from the movie. Yeah. Is it chicka bone, chicka bone, like a movie from the 60s or a song from the 60s? Or they just made it up. I think it made it up. Not some crazy but, 60s band. Like, I bet. Uh, I don't know. But yeah, it's a 10. It's a 10 for me. Awesome. Big. I think everyone, um, 
that I have ever recommended this movie to that did actually watch it. They all loved it. They were like, wow, yeah, that was really good. Um, so, so yeah, please go watch it. So Ford versus Ferrari. Ford versus Ferrari. I think before we uh, sign off, we should have one more, one more race. Okay. Uh, who's Ferrari? Who's Ford? I forgot. I'm always Ferrari. You're Ferrari. All right. All right Cause I'm go. the man you gotta beat. Oh, look at you. You think you're ahead. <laughs>